everybody. Welcome to the Tuesday edition of the NBA Slate Starter Podcast. I'm Eric, joined with my buddy Ryan as we break down Tuesday's seven-game NBA DFS slate. Uh, I felt very good about what I put together today, and one guy named Derek White might have ruined everything that I had going for me on DK, where I had near 100% Marcus Morris, had a crazy amount, almost 60% of Aviga Zubac, who is our lord and savior, uh, my my favorite player in the NBA, which is a random guy to have as your favorite player. But uh, that's what happens in DFS. You you fall in love with the people who help you out. Uh, Rinpak, uh, how's your night going? Uh, I, I felt like I had a very good read going into things. And uh, obviously, here I'm saying not enough Reggie Bullock is not what I ever expected to say this season. And the fact that he came in double-digit ownership, uh, obviously the ownership projections had him that uh, at that range, but... I didn't think he was like a uh, val- like a value play that could have this upside that he showed out today. It was a it was a Brooklyn Nets effect, if anything. I <laughs> I didn't have that much on DK. I have like zero on Fanduel. I don't think anybody has much or any on Fanduel. Oh man, it just quickly it took Frank Nealakina fouling out to get <laughs> to get quickly back on the floor in the fourth quarter. I mean, what is Tibbs doing? I mean, that can't be real, right? I, I didn't get to see much of the game or the play-by-play, but I'm assuming Neil Aquino was uh, running the show while they came back uh, as they were down significantly. I want to say they were down 20 points or so. Okay, he was on the game. floor when they were coming back. That's where plus-minus gets really hairy because <laughs> let me tell you, Frank Neil Aquino was not shooting the ball. Uh, I'm going to throw that out there. It was Alec Burks who got a little hot there uh, for a second. And then Reggie Bullock, it was, it was actually a fun game. I'm, I'm we're going to miss the, like the last minute here. I like how you watch sometimes like, uh, before slate starter stuff, you watch like the first three quarters of a game or first three and a half quarters. And then it's like, Oh, well I'll just figure out how it ended afterwards. Uh, man. Anyway, well guys, we're ready to party here for tomorrow. Before we get going, get down, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button big time. Hit subscribe if you're watching us on YouTube and hit the notification bell so you know when this and all the other content at Osmo is going live. Also, make sure that you get over to the podcast. If you're you're listening to us on a podcast, leave us a five-star review uh, on any of those platforms. Uh, Give us a five-star review. Give us thumbs up, all of the love, and you can be entered to win a free month of Osmo Plus. Uh, Is that correct, my dude? Uh, Yes, and (laughs) we've been handing those out if you uh, follow the directions. Beautiful. Well, let's get started, shall we? Let's do it. Let's do it. Top end of point guard. We're going to start over on DraftKings for old time's sake here. Damian Lillard, 10,800 up against New Orleans. So we've seen in recent weeks here, New Orleans has had their defensive rating plummet. Uh, They're now uh, second to last in the NBA in that statistic. I know this because I was randomly looking around on NBAstats.com where I kind of live at these times. Uh, Damian Lillard, uh, fantastic spot. There's really nothing that I'm going to poke in that. We thought we were, we were damning his name the other day and he finished up with 55.25 to salvage against Minnesota. So New Orleans is another great spot. Uh, LeBron James going to be playing tonight. I don't know. We did see him rest the one game uh, right before the break. Uh, when they went up to Sacramento. I'm not sure that he'll be resting against Minnesota, but I wouldn't be completely shocked about it. Uh, So I'm just going to let it be known on a back-to-back coming off Golden State. If they win tonight, I could see them possibly resting him. If they lose, I bet he plays. That's kind of a weird take to have, but I think that's kind of the thinking of LeBron James uh, in 2021. And then Trey Young up against Houston. And we're going to talk a lot about Houston on this Slate Starter Podcast because uh, there's really no way around it. Uh, Trey Young facing them, 10,200. Talk to me about the top end of point guard. Uh, LeBron James, obviously playing Minnesota, uh, signed me up. Uh, I've been targeting Minnesota all year long. And I think going to LeBron, I would expect him to come in questionable or some sort of thing with some injury designation. 
And at 10-5, I like uh, saving to LeBron rather than Lillard because C.J. McCollum is going to be back tomorrow. And uh, that's a uh, I think C.J. McCollum is going to play some minutes and take away some usage while he's on the court. I expect McCollum to have some sort of minutes limit. But uh, Lillard is a fine option. Don't get me wrong. We know the upside is still in his bag at 10-8. I think I feel like LeBron cheaper, more of a sure thing. Trey Young priced up to 10-2, uh, kind of a price jump. Uh, he was uh, a $900 price increase against this Houston team. He can definitely dominate. This Houston team is depleted. No John Wall there. Uh, he should be able to get his own shot. But I like spending up to LeBron instead. Ben Simmons, 9K, no Embiid versus this Knicks team, which will be on a back-to-back. I like I like Simmons to get his own man. Simmons ha, Simmons, ha, Simmons has to carry the team on his back. Uh, obviously, someone who can definitely put up a massive, massive ceiling performance. And other guys coming in in that upper tier, we got SGA, Oladipo, Mitchell. They're fine options. No one really that exciting, but they they all have an upside within themselves. Over there in Fanduel, Dame, Trey, and Ben Simmons. I love Ben Simmons' price tag, eighty two hundred. Uh, probably one of my favorite plays on point guard for sure. Uh, spending all the way down in the mid-tier, in the lower-level range, we still have Sadoransky and Rubio. Both make for some fine value options. Outside of that, uh, you can take some flyers on the mid-tier and Dennis Schroeder, who I always like to go to, uh, especially with no Anthony Davis. And Lonzo Ball on the other side of the Portland game, I think makes for a fine contrarian option. Kevin Porter Jr., 7K, all the way up to 7K over on DraftKings. We're going to have John Wall out. What is your interest level there? Because he's obviously the guy that everybody loves to plug and play right now. Yeah, I think it's he's priced appropriately now. Uh, some might think he's kind of still too cheap. Uh, but with all the depot there, I think it's priced appropriately. That's my take right now. It'll be interesting to see what his ownership comes in at. Uh, there are some reasons to spend down and off of him, but he's still a, an okay option on DraftKings right now, the way things stand. Okay, I was just curious because 7K is kind of a jarring number. We saw him go well over 40, his first two, 42 and 49, I believe, or 42 and 47, something like that, his first two games out of the gate. Uh, It was interesting. Houston basically rested him in the fourth quarter because now they have an asset, right? Is that kind of what it came down to? They're like, we're not playing you 38 minutes again. I guess so. I I thought he was going to get all the blowout run. Uh, That was disappointing uh, because he was 5K on Sunday. I had some very, I had some strong lineups with him, and he just was very disappointing for five K. Only put up twenty three and a half fantasy points. Yeah, I think that's kind of the, I think that's kind of the worry with the guy is that now maybe Houston doesn't give him the blowout run that he got those first two games. So something to keep track of. Seven K. If that game's competitive, awesome. If it's not, you're probably in trouble with Kevin Porter Jr. Still, but uh, the assist rate has been. Really, really nice the first two games, and then uh, I'm hoping he kind of comes back. Boston was maybe a tougher matchup there. Uh, anybody else you want to touch base with, or should we move on? All right, now on to shooting guards. We go awesome. FanDuel, uh, Zach Levine, 9400. CJ McCollum, 8700. Gonna play completely out of play at 8700 on FanDuel, uh, unless we hear no minutes limit, and even then, I'm probably not gonna even like remotely touch that again. FanDuel. You do a lot of things better than what I was expecting, like the moving around positionality and and mate setting it up in ways. But eighty seven hundred CJ McCollum ain't it? Uh, Donovan Mitchell eighty two hundred. Shea Gilgis Alexander eight K. A lot better than the eighty eight hundred we saw over on DraftKings. And then Victor Oladipo seventy seven hundred. Uh, kind of the guy that I'm expecting to garner the most ownership at that position, as well as Anthony Edwards seven K, who just keeps smashing. Talk to me about shooting guard. 
Yeah, up top we got Levine, SGA, Oladipo, Donovan Mitchell. All of those guys have a huge upsides in their matchup. I like going to. Uh, I think spending up for Levine will be unique. I like that he's not sharing much time with Kobe White on the floor. I would like, obviously, the shot attempts only at 10. That was like a shocking. Levine only taking 10 shots. They did blow out Toronto by quite a bit, but uh, Levine's got to have to take around 20 shots to pay off that price tag. SGA on the other side of things versus Chicago. I like going there. I think uh, he put up 56 fantasy points last time we played them. Granted, that game did go to overtime uh, against Chicago, but in Chicago, I think we can definitely go there. Oladipo, they just uh, don't need to get blow out, uh, blown out. And I think we got to write Oladipo before Christian Wood comes back because Christian Wood, uh, there's a slight chance he might play depending on how shoot-around goes tomorrow. So he's ruled as doubtful right now. But uh, I think one last time, if Oladipo doesn't get blown out, we will see him in the sevens. So I like going to Oladipo at that price tag. Anthony Edwards versus the Lakers team that's not as good defensively, man. If he's going to take 20 shot attempts, sign me up, I guess. Add those shot attempts at that price tag definitely can be a pretty solid uh, option over there. Over there on DK, uh, we got Levine, 9K. That's an, uh, that's an okay price tag. I think if you want the shot attempts uh, there, I prefer Levine to SGA, uh, only a $200 difference. Oladipo still very much in play at 8300 Mitchell's kind of expensive, 8900 in my opinion. In Boston, but he could uh, definitely outperform that price tag if he gets hot. Uh, we shall see what um, the situation is with uh, the minutes and uh, with the situation with CJ McCollum. Uh, for some reason, if he's not ready to go, I think Gary Trent Jr. makes for an okay option at 5,300. And uh, if Derek Rose is going to be back from health and safety protocols uh, at 5,400, I think uh, if he's going to play more than 30 minutes, I think we can definitely consider him. I don't think Svi Mikhailuk is going to be active again tomorrow. Uh, Ty Jerome, 3,900 over on FanDuel. Uh, he's had back-to-back stellar games. He's been playing minutes uh, into the late 20s. He's had uh, 26, 28, 29 his last three. 14.7, not great. 23.5, better. 29.7 his last game. So I, I expect him to garner some ownership at that discounted number. Uh, looking at Taylor Horton Tucker, somebody you can take a punt on. You're always just hoping that he can spike a minutes upside. He hasn't been playing above the teens, which makes it tough, but somebody else to be looking at over on FanDuel to possibly punt with. And then Reggie Bullock on a back-to-back. He played uh, 36 minutes uh, the last game, and then tonight, obviously, he went completely nuts. Uh, probably played somewhere around there. I'll take a look at the box score afterwards, but... Reggie Bullock will be popular again there. Uh, We'll have to also see whether or not Elf Payton goes because uh, you're just looking at a situation of manual quickly, still 5,200 over on FanDuel. So I would have some interest there. Uh, What would your interest level be in quickly uh, if Elf is going to continue to be out? Because I'm guessing he would get the Ben Simmons treatment. Yeah, I I still uh, will take my chances on quickly. I think when the guy's taking 19 shot attempts, obviously this was Brooklyn, so... Uh, I, when the guy's taking high teen shot attempts at that price, you should definitely have interest in uh, Emmanuel quickly if there is no Derek Rose yet again. If Rose is back, I will prefer to go to Rose at the discounted price tag. Awesome. Guys, make sure that if you're a new user, that you'll get 50% off the first week of Osmo Plus Platinum. Uh, all you got to do is use the promo code SHAMROCK. 
That's what we got going right now, Shamrock. You just throw that in uh, when you're checking out, get your NBA, your PGA, which uh, which I had my first show for today. It was fantastic. Now they asked me to do another one tomorrow. I get, I, I'm now a PGA tout too, which is great. I guess I am a pretty good golfer, so that that is a nice thing to get thrown in. Uh, I'm wearing the polo to represent, you know, just to show that I wouldn't hit golf balls this afternoon. Uh, anyway, uh, PGA stuff uh, for the Honda Classic. If you want to get all of our projections, Ben Rasa just heading all that stuff with Jason Roslin. Uh, uh, just some absolute studs that we have in the in the in the tent over here at Osmo. Uh, check out everything that we have to offer. Uh, the Boom Bust tool, which I use every single day to help build lineups. That's how I decided not to play Keldon Johnson today. Uh, was was using that tool. So if you want to also fade Keldon Johnson, make sure that you go over, uh, hit that fifty percent off code Shamrock. Uh, stop guessing, start winning. That's the motto here. Uh, top end of small forward over here on DraftKings. LeBron James is ten thousand five hundred against Minnesota. Again, I. I, I don't have a reason to think that he wouldn't play, but I kind of also think that if they win tonight, he might not. Uh, Jimmy Butler, 9,800, uh, up against Cleveland. Man, this guy has been unbelievable. He tried to get me some, tried to make me some money on Sunday uh, when he was like my favorite play by far on the slate. Uh, I think led the slate in just raw points. 9,400, now he's only 9,800. He just doesn't get the 10K price tag that other guys that have his rates uh, continue to get. So we'll see. I mean, Bam Adebayo uh, is going to continue to be questionable here. Uh, I guess he's probable now, so that's going to make it more difficult. I, I think that's probably the, the get off the band or get off the wagon uh, bandwagon. It's not bandwagon. Just get off the wagon. Uh, and then Jason Tatum, 9,300 up against Utah. Tougher matchup, but should be moving up and down. Somebody you can always take some shots on randomly. Uh, why not? And then Ben Simmons, I like playing at the small forward position over on DraftKings. Talk to me about small forward. Yeah, the small forward. Uh, we got LeBron, Jimmy Butler. Wow. Uh, Jimmy Butler is more expensive than LeBron James. Uh, 11K versus 10-4. I'd rather take my chances with LeBron James uh, to outscore him uh, against Minnesota. Uh, if uh, Bam Adebayo comes back tomorrow, obviously I think Butler won't have to be as aggressive on all sorts of ends, the ball handling, the shot attempts. He'll I think be borderline was... unplayable, right? Is that probably true at 11K? Borderline? I mean, I, 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 don't, I think his ownership already will be very, very low. Uh, so... Okay, that's true. No, that's true. It'd You're be, good. You got it. It'd be just a uh, ownership play. Was that a sneeze attack means. there? <laughs> Do you need a sneeze no, quick? It, I can I can stall it. it. I can stall for time. No, it was it was a cough. It was a cough. Oh, okay. It was adorable. Continue on. Uh, but uh, Brandon Ingram, seventy seven hundred versus Portland. Man, uh, so he's been inconsistent of late. Uh, so someone we should definitely consider. Jalen Brown. 7,600 versus Utah. Uh, fine, fine option. Kevin Porter, 6K. Uh, we're at the roster, too. I'll still have some interest in Kevin Porter. Uh, it'd be kind of cheap for uh, 6K Kevin Porter, especially what he could put up. And Kenyon Martin Jr. is still 3,500, and he's still playing 30 minutes and outperforming that price tag by quite a bit. So uh, someone we can definitely consider. No Kevin Love tomorrow, I believe, for Cleveland. So Larry Nance makes for a fine uh, $5,400 price tag, in my opinion. But outside of that, small forward really doesn't have anyone else that I'm really excited about. Yeah, Kenyon Martin's going to be crazy, crazy owned. You also get Nawaba off, so that's 18 minutes that just kind of disappear into the ether. So yeah, if Kenyon Martin isn't the highest owned small forward, I would be shocked beyond shocked beyond shocked. Uh, him and Kevin Porter, both 6K. It's kind of the exact same situation we had on Sunday and two 
previous slates to that as well. They'll be the two highest owned guys over on FanDuel. On DraftKings, uh, it'll kind of get mixed up a little bit uh, just because the the rosters, I mean, it, it, they're just kind of appropriately priced. Did you see, I, I just, if you haven't seen it, um, let me know. But how many minutes do you think Pokashevsky played on uh, on Sunday? I uh, I was watching that game pretty intently, so I Dang. knew he played around 40 minutes, yeah. He literally played 39 minutes, yeah. So, okay, yeah. that was a fun question. That was a fun prompt. 39 minutes of Pokashevsky put up 48, so I'm, I'm excited about getting him at 4,400. I think a lot of people are going to be on this slate. Uh, what is your interest level on him, and then anybody else you want to talk about at the small forward position? Okay, yeah. Pokashevsky is going to have some ownership for sure, just based off his previous performance. Let's uh, take a look at that box score. Seven of 13. Uh, that's pretty efficient shooting. Five of eight from three, unlikely to happen. Uh, four of four from the free throw line. When someone puts up 48 fantasy points, you expect him to go onto the line more frequently. Uh, 10 rebounds, uh, pretty e- uh, effective rebounding rate, uh, and uh, 23 points, and uh, had, a, uh, had two stocks. So I, I don't expect the shooting efficiency to be there, but when a guy's playing that many minutes, you have to have interest. I think Larry Nance makes her a fine pivot off of him for $300 more. I know Prokochevsky's matchup is better, but it would be just a pure ownership pivot. Uh, Kuzma, 6K. I like going to Kuzma as an option as well. LeBron James makes her a fine pay up over there. Other guys who stick out at their price tag, uh, like you said, Jimmy Butler, sub 10K. Uh, definitely interested in Ben Simmons is 9K. Uh, and I would like to see Bogdanovich to start playing more minutes. We got 25 minutes of Bogdanovich. I would like him to consistently see over north of 10 shots, and maybe Houston's a get-right spot for him coming off of an injury. Last guy that I want to throw out there, because I think small forward down here in the punt section on FanDuel, and I guess on DraftKings, he's got a price that I don't mind either, 3400 there. He's the flat mid, 3500 on FanDuel. Batiste Thibel has started the last two. Uh, he put up 24.25, only played 17 minutes last game, but they also won by 35 against San Antonio. So uh, I think people might look at the box score and think that uh, he might not play the minutes he normally would um, because maybe the 17. I, I'm not sure what people are going to think yet, but 3,400, as long as he's in that starting lineup, which does get through, rotated around quite a bit. So just make sure that he's starting. But if he is, uh, I expect those minutes to be closer to the 22 and 28 that we saw the two games previous to that, where he put up 22. 2.25 DraftKings points and 30.5, uh, which are kind of slate winning upside. So, uh, would you agree with that? And then we'll move on. Yeah, I, I, I do think it's a fine, a low owned option on this slate. I hope there'll be some uh, value to open up. But yeah, he's he's an okay option. Matisse Thibault is one of those guys that just never really excites me. But if you're looking for a value, uh, yeah, I'm okay with that. He's going to get six steals just to spite you. I'm absolutely playing Matisse Thibault. I'm going to like make a note to guarantee 10% of him tomorrow, no matter what the ownership is. I bet he's actually more owned than you think, I would guess. I guess as long as he's starting, I bet he doesn't sneak under the radar like he has the last couple slates, because I feel like I've kind of gotten away with murder. He's been like 1% owned and continues to get there three games in a row. Uh, anywho, power forward, top end over on, uh, what did we do? We did DraftKings. We'll go to FanDuel here again. Uh, Julius Randle, 9,200. 
500 on a back-to-back. Man, he played good again again, again tonight against Brooklyn. I'm not sure what that number ended up being. Uh, 60.4, that's pretty good. That's uh, kind of what you're looking for out of a dude who's under 10K for sure. 9,200 is kind of a discount up against Philly, and you don't get Joel Embiid in there to guard him. Uh, those are exciting things. So I, I definitely have some interest there. Uh, Jason Tatum, 8,900. You said Christian Wood, 8,600. Uh, again, a guy that I feel like is unplayable probably at that tag in his first game back. Uh, I'm not sure about the Bam Adebayo. I, I guess I just said that about him, and I guess Bam Adebayo would have to be kind of in the same boat there. So tough maybe at 86 and 8,500 on FanDuel. But then Zion Williamson is 8,400. He's got a big price discount because they haven't they haven't really been competitive the last two games. They blew out the Clippers, and they got blown out by the Timberwolves because LOL. Oh, and they blew out Cleveland too. So it's been three pretty rocky games for Zion. Now you're getting him at 8,400 against Portland. He's my favorite power forward along with Tobias Harris at 7,800 on FanDuel. Uh, talk to me about the position. Yeah, power forward's loaded as it usually is. Uh- Bam Adebayo, uh, obviously coming off a lower body, left knee tendonitis, hasn't played for a while. Last time he played was on March 2nd. So a few, a couple of weeks off for him now. Uh, I, I do expect some sort of minutes limit or some minutes monitoring. It'd be tough for me to go there at 8,500, just coming off a lower body injury. I'm hesitant. I think it's time to hop on Zion Williamson again against this Portland team. Uh, hopefully he gets going again. Right before the All-Star break, he was monstrous. I think... Uh, uh, monstrous uh, performance could be in vote for him. Jason Tatum, 8,900. He's been um, okay the last three games. Obviously, there was a 50-point game. You would like to see that against Utah. Utah has kind of been slow uh, uh, after the uh, come out slow after the All-Star break, so maybe there's some first-half hangover there from the Utah Jazz team, and Tatum can take advantage of that. Uh, Randall versus Philly, uh, there's no Embiid there. And he's gone north of 60 the last two games. So very, very impressive uh, from Julius Rando. 9,200 might be kind of a discount. Uh, but for those box score watchers, I think it's a perfect time to hop off and hope a guy like Zion or Tatum outscore him tomorrow so you can jump that ownership. Uh, Thaddeus Young started last time, and uh, he only played 23 minutes. So it was kind of – I was trying to see what that rotation was. It was tough to grade it out because they ended up blowing out the Raptors at the end there. So maybe uh, that plays maybe uh, high 20s minutes. And at 6,800, it's really tough to go at that price tag. I think Kuzma makes her more of an interesting option when you save. Tony Bradley is still the min there. So he's going to uh, be an option to consider versus the Knicks. And Pokacheski is 4,500 on FanDuel. So uh, going to those guys make a ton of sense. And Rob is also 4,700 as there's still no Al Horford over there in DraftKings, in terms of value, uh, Pokiteski and Nance both have uh, power forward eligibility. Spending up for guys like Ingram and Zion are fine with me. Uh, no issues whatsoever. 9,900 Randall. Yeah, if he's going to do what he's doing the past two games, I'll have interest. But unlikely, a guy goes 360-point fantasy games in a row. We've never really seen Randall do that. But maybe it's just like a second-half Randall that he's trying to make an NBA all-NBA team. Maybe there's a contract incentive in there that was built in by the Knicks. I have no idea. But it's been impressive the last two nights. Tobias Harris, 8,500. Put up 50 points last time. I think we can definitely go to Tobias Harris at 8,500. I, I don't think he'll come in with much ownership for a guy with that type of upside with no Embiid on the on the Sixers. 
Yeah, I agree. It seems like those 8K guys that get a little priced up go a little overlooked. We saw it with Jimmy Butler for a while. I think we're going to see with Tobias Harris. People like to pay up for point guard. People like to pay up for center because that's kind of what you're supposed to do. That's the optimal way to do it. But in a tournament, love going to Tobias over on DraftKings. FanDuel, he's going to be popular at 7,800, I would still expect. Uh, We did see Patrick Williams kind of put up a massive game, 26 minutes. Breaking news. What happened? It's magic is taking his talents to the nation's capital to team up with Terry McLaurin. Wow. Okay. Fitz magic. Good Lord. Um, he played phenomenally well this last year. So I, I don't know. What do you think about that? This is, this is now an NFL tout show. It's magic. Logan Thomas McLaurin NFL. That's going to be pretty um, fun. That's going to be pretty fun. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I, I, it had a process for a second. That's going to be a lot of fun. Logan Thomas. Uh, didn't they just give a contract to that dude who played well in the divisional game though? Oh, Heineke. Yeah. They gave Heineke a contract. If I recall, must've, must've uh-huh. been small, must've been peanuts. Cause this is Fitz, Fitz magic. And that get up is coming to town with yeah. riverboat Ron. Like that's going to be fun. Oh yeah, it's gonna be fun. Good for good for the uh, the Washington football team. Man, you freaked me out. I thought you were gonna say like somebody had gotten a car accident or something happened. It was it was very morbid the way that you put it, and then it was great news for Washington fans, especially because now it's gonna be Dak Prescott and uh, Fitz Magic lining up across from each other in a couple in two games a year. That's gonna be entertaining. Uh, anywho, uh, basketball exists. John Collins again, uh, sixty seven hundred on DK. One guy that obviously wanted to reiterate because I really really like him when you don't get Capella. So obviously, uh, if Capella plays, don't play him if capella doesn't play uh you should play john collins you ready to move on finish it out yeah let's do it awesome god my allergies just suck again today it is the worst it's the worst but i guess the nice part about it is that it means that i'm in a nice place in like california where it's nice and warm and i'm able to hit golf balls in march while my family got eight inches of snow in south dakota anywho uh center we're gonna go over to FanDuel to kind of mix it up uh, just to kind of like finish out the position here. If it would ever decide to load for me, that would be really, really cool. There we go. Joel Embiid's going to be continuing to be out at 10-7 there. Carl Anthony Towns, 9,700, your highest price center over on FanDuel, up against the Lakers with no Anthony Davis. You'll get Damian Jones and Markeith Morris, and God, I mean, nobody can guard Towns. I'm going to play some Towns. I think I just kind of made that happen for me. Rudy Gobert, I would do the same game we played with Pokashevsky, but I have a feeling you already know that he put up 24 and 28. Uh, 28 rebounds against Golden State is a stupid, stupid number. And then Jared Allen, 7,500. That price is starting to slide on down here. His minutes have kind of dipped a little bit. Uh, I believe, did Kevin Love, is he going to be playing tomorrow? Because he got hurt towards the end of that game. Uh, He's doubtful for Tuesday. So maybe you do see 34, 36 minutes uh, for one Jared Allen, which would make him appealing. But obviously, Bam coming back. Miami's not the most intriguing option, but somebody you can maybe take some shots on. For me, the guy who really sticks out is Enos Kander at 6,200 up against New Orleans. That just feels low to me. Uh, talk to me about center. Uh, so uh, All the way up on the top, we got Carl Anthony Towns, uh, who was disappointing last time. <laughs> you know why? He was, he played 40 minutes, and he only put up 30. Carl Anthony points. Towns. <laughs> there you go. Beautiful. So, um, the reason is he fell on his left wrist, which he hurt earlier in the year, and he was kind of ineffective the rest of the way. Uh, hopefully, Toradol gets the job done, and uh, he can uh, take advantage of this Anthony Davis less uh, Lakers uh, front court. So, ninety seven hundred towns on Fanduel, and he's uh, ninety five hundred on DK. 
you see, I, I, I like, I've been overboard on uh, Towns each time he's played. So I'm going to do it again. He's a new problem. There's no <laughs> Anthony Davis. He's my new Anthony Davis. So uh, if Capella plays against his former team in Houston, uh, sign me up. I'll have some interest in him for sure. Montrezl Harrell on the other side of things. Uh, I definitely like going to Harrell. Uh, I, I do think some more minutes are there. But the highlight on both sides, if this guy starts, uh, is Moses Brown. 3,500 on DK, 4,200 on FanDuel. Uh, he fouled out last time. Now he's going to go against up Chica- against Chicago. Uh, there's, a, there's a potential for him to play 30 minutes, and that's pretty solid value in Moses Brown to consider. Uh Pivot off of Tony Bradley, and it's a nice spend down option where we really haven't talked about some significant value. So he might be one to look at tomorrow. Yeah, that's beautiful. Moses Brown is kind of the dude. Uh, I I don't know. I was kind of hoping he would continue to see those minutes elevate as he was going across. But him, Roby, you can take shots on all those OKC bigs. And I kind of throw Pokashevsky in there because he has a high block rate. He kind of feels like a big. Isn't he gigantic anyway? He's like 6'9 for a small forward or something. He's like a big dude. Pokashevsky? Yeah. He's 7 foot, yeah. He's 7 he's foot. Seven, yeah, yeah, he's gigantic. 7 scrawny. Okay. He's 7 foot scrawny, scrawny, <laughs> real scrawny. God. Real scrawny. You are just, you are all kinds of sassy. Dude, I love this version of Rinpack. Please bring it back every single day. You're ready to, you're ready to go to bed is what it is. <laughs> ready to round it out. Oh my gosh. Anybody else you want to talk about at center? I, I completely am with you there. I don't think there's anything super crazy. I mean, you can take some shots on like, uh, I mean, you're not going to take shots on JaVale McGee or anything, uh, even with Kevin Love out. Uh, although he is a high fantasy point per minute guy. If you were to ever get over 15 minutes, Jackson Hayes played a little bit more elevated minutes there. He got to 24, but it was a blowout against the Clippers. He did play 20 minutes against Cleveland also in that game. Uh, maybe if New Orleans continues to win games by 30, you see 20 plus minutes of Jackson Hayes at 3,400 on DK. Yeah, I, that's uh, if they if there's a blowout there, if you want to predict a blowout with Jackson Hayes, no, sure. I don't, I don't. Yeah, that's that was more sarcasm than anything else. Uh, yeah, and Mike Mascala did put up uh, 29.75 in his 23 minutes against a close game against San Antonio. So, like, I'm not saying don't play him. Like, I'm, I'm not going to be, like, trying to, but 3,400, he might make a very intriguing pivot. Somebody who can spike a three-point upside, a great shooter, if he ever does get the run like he did that one game uh, two games ago. And once again, that was a close game right before the end of the break. Um, and Al Horford's out, so all rules are thrown out the window. You ready to rock this out? Are we all done? Yeah, let's uh, call it a night. <laughs> all right, guys, we, we kind of sputtered there towards the end. My apologies. Uh, I felt like this is a fantastic show. Absolutely loved it. 30 minutes, uh, quick and easy, seven gamer. Guys, best of luck. Uh, make sure you hit that like button and that subscribe button and that notification bell on your way out. Give us all the five-star reviews. Give them all to us. We love them. We are needy. Guys, we'll see you later.